Hey, welcome to the Healthy Fit Life Podcast. I'm Paul Hanton, and I'm really excited for today's episode. Uh, I have Robin Powers with me, and today we're going to be talking about sleep, and especially how sleep impacts your health. I think a lot of people struggle with uh, lack of sleep and lack of quality sleep, and sleep can definitely have a huge impact on your quality of life and your health. So if you ever had any questions on how sleep can impact your health or ways to improve your sleep, this is definitely the episode for you. So we'll go ahead and get started. So, Robin, thank you for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Paul. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to yeah, be here. I no, appreciate it. Yeah, I think this is going to be a really good episode. Uh, we're going to talk about sleep habits and uh, how sleep can help or hurt you when it comes to weight loss and, and any sort of fit, fit, uh, health goals, which I think is really important for a lot of people to understand. But before we get into that, uh, why don't you introduce yourself, give a little overview on your background and who you are. Well, like you said, I'm Robin Powers. I'm the founder of... Simply Embellish Life. I am a health coach, certified nutrition coach, personal trainer, group fitness instructor, and pre and postnatal exercise specialist. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a really good background, and uh, I think that um, I think you have a really good uh, breadth of knowledge that you're going to be able to give people today. So I'm really excited. So we'll go ahead and dive into sleep, and we'll just go through and talk about any sort of questions. I think some common, probably some common questions people are going to have. So let's dive right in. So when it comes to getting sleep, how does not getting enough sleep and being tired affect your workout plan? Well, I think we can all relate to this one. Um, you know, we don't get enough sleep. We feel tired. I mean, it's hard to even just get out of bed in the morning, right? Much right, less think right. about that workout that we're, we had planned to do. Um, so we're like, for one, we're likely to just say, oh, I'm going to skip it this morning, right? Right. <laughs> well, I'll get to tomorrow when I have had more sleep and I have more energy. Or, you know, you might say, no, I'm going to push through. I'm going to do it. But chances are you're not going to give it your all. You're going to, you right. know, that intensity level is not going to be what it normally would mm-hmm. if you've gotten enough sleep. So you might push through it and, and get it done, but you're not going to get the same results that you would have if you had the energy um, yeah. and that you were really raring to go. Right. Um, so I, th- I think you you sacrifice that. And so you are you just delay. I mean, it's not to say you're never going to get the re- health results that you want, but you're, you're delaying it by not getting good enough workouts or skipping them, you know? Absolutely. More often than you would want to. I mean, I right. know for me, if I'm super tired, I'm like, oh, shit, do I really need to do that workout? But, right. you know, most of the time I push through because that's just part of my daily habit. Like, that's right. what I do. But, like, I definitely feel like, oh, okay, I'm getting through it. <laughs> right, right. I think that's pretty common for a lot of people. Absolutely. I think you mentioned a couple really good points when it comes to habits. I think if you have the habit built up of going to the gym or working out regularly, it's probably easier to get out of bed if you're really tired. But for someone who is trying to develop those habits of regularly, consistently exercising, it's going to be really, really hard when you're tired to get out of bed. And, you know, there's about a 50-50 chance you just keep sleeping or you go go work out. So I think it's a really good point. And I, I definitely – I can tell you from firsthand experience that if I'm tired, my workouts in, in the morning are definitely impacted and I don't have enough – as much energy, lower intensity, I feel weaker. And so I, I notice a direct correlation between the amount of sleep I get and the quality of my workouts the next morning. And I also, I know a lot of people do this, they rely on pre-workout or caffeine to kind of get them through 
Uh, whereas you know they could probably just be fine with getting some quality sleep in there in there the night before. Right, for sure. So when it comes to, I think, we, and we just kind of talked about this a little bit just now, but the relationship between lack of quality sleep and healthy habits. Right. I mean, yeah, healthy habits. I mean, some people have have been doing this, you know, doing their workouts, doing the healthy eating for a long time and has become a habit. But especially for those who haven't, you know, they're, they're trying to develop those habits. Mm-hmm. When you're tired, you're not, you're not focused, you know, right. it actually right. um, impairs your brain function. Right. So you're not thinking clearly, you're less productive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means that you're not going to be as organized. So you're not planning ahead. Um, right. You're not planning those workouts in advance mm-hmm. or, you know, really giving it much thought. You're not meal planning, which is a huge mm-hmm. you know, thing that you need to do if, you, if you're going to eat healthy. You know, mm-hmm. like they say, right? If you uh, fail to plan, you plan to fail, right? And right, it's so right. True. So, um, and then meal prepping, you know, a lot of people like we, you talk about like how busy we are and that's, you know, usually why a lot of people aren't getting the sleep that they need. One of the reasons, um, if you don't have, if you're not organized enough to get that meal prepping done and you're so busy, it, you know, that takes time. Healthy eating does take some time and effort and you're, you're going to miss that piece of it and you're just going to end up eating whatever's convenient. And there goes that, you know, like right, right, right. another piece of trying to get healthier is obviously nutrition. So that will also be affected by you not getting enough sleep and being tired. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we keep coming back to those healthy habits. And I think that for a lot of people, when it comes to either developing those healthy habits or making sure they're consistent with them, when you're tired, you're, it impacts your decision-making process. And it's a lot easier when you're tired to just you know rely on whatever's in front of you rather, rather than exercising some discipline and saying, hey, I'm not going to eat that or I'm going to you know, eat this healthier option. And sometimes when we're tired, we're just like, well, I'm just going to go get that, that thing that's quick, that's easy, that's less effort because I'm tired and I don't want to you know deal with anything else. You mentioned the meal prepping aspect. That's absolutely crucial to any sort of health goal right? and, and fitness goal to meal prep. And when you're tired, you're just not going to have the, the energy to meal prep. And you're going to, you're, maybe you just want to Uber Eats or, you know, just go get some fast food because you're just so tired. And then that also leads to just, like I said, just, you know, poor decision making in a lot of aspects. Or it's turning to un, like less healthier options because they're so convenient and so quick rather than the, the more time consuming option, right, which is probably healthier for you. But it's just more time consuming, right? Right. Not just the the fact that you didn't plan, but the energy level. You just don't right, have the energy right. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I, I definitely uh I'm definitely guilty of that. The uh, uh letting my lack of sleep impact how my, my healthy habits. Um but uh fortunately I think I because I've been doing this for so long, I can kind of power through mentally and, and get through it, but um it's not easy. You know, it's not it's not you know, obviously it's not good for the long term for my long-term health. So, um, and then, and kind of going back to, um, so stress and lack of sleep. So obviously there's, uh, you know, a lot of people get stressed out, right? Obviously. And, and that can impact their sleep, but how can stress and lack of sleep impact your health? So like you said, like people know that stress impacts your health and Mm -hmm. lack of sleep. Um, does not help that. So obviously, right. if you're low energy, you're not focused, you're not productive, that just brings more stress to your life because you're not right. 
you're not doing the things that you had, you know, told yourself you were going to do, or even within your job or, you know, home life, you're not getting things done the way that you'd want to get them done. It puts extra stress on you because, you know, you're like, oh, I didn't get this done at work. Oh my gosh, I am losing my job or, um, you know, it, it impacts you so much of your energy levels gone. You're, you're not productive. You're feeling that stress and that stress. I mean, it's not just a feeling there's things going on in your body when you're stressed out. It's, it's the fight or flight response, right? Right, I think most people have heard of that. Um, so that, you know, that's an evolutionary response, fight or flight, you have stress. That means you either need to run away or you're going to stay and fight. Right. But for a lot of stresses in the, you know, in modern day, we're, there's not a physical reaction. We're not going to run away or we're not going to fight. Mm-hmm. Right. It just becomes this release of cortisol into our systems. And that um, creates more glucose storage, you know, mm-hmm. release of glucose. And you're not using it by some physical activity. Then you're going to start storing that as fat. And mm-hmm. a lot of times that's in the abdominal area. So that's that right, belly right, fat right. that nobody wants. No. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, a lot of people know that that belly fat is also associated with increase of things like heart disease. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's an indicator. So obviously, um, it's, it's not just like, oh, I, oh, I can't lose weight because, you know, the stress and the cortisol, but also mm-hmm. actually like your heart. We all need heart health. <laughs> right, right. So even if you're not trying to lose weight, like, your heart health is pretty important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think the, the, I mean, yeah, I think, I think the, like the belly fat is probably the most common area people want to lose fat. Oh, right? yeah. And, and you can't do most... enough crunch it. Like, there's yeah. no, you can't just crunch away that belly yeah, fat. Yeah, yeah. It's not a thing. Probably, <laughs> yeah, it's probably the most challenging area to, to, to lose, to lose fat from. Um, but you, you mentioned cortisol. So um, maybe you could break down. So maybe you could, kind of talk through what does cortisol do for the body exactly and how does that impact uh, fat loss uh so like i said it's it's a you know a hormone that's released when you're stressed and it's kind of there to motivate you right there to do something like i said the fight or the flight like mm-hmm. take some action but if we're not physically taking the action mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then there's you know kind of stops there like your body has released this glucose to give you the energy to fight mm-hmm. or flight right but you don't use it, so your body stores it. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And there you go. There's your extra fat. Yeah, and that yeah, that excess glucose will just get stored, and either use it or you store it, right? Because your body just wants to make sure you have energy for right. some sort of future, some sort of future thing, right? And so it's right. going to store excess energy as as fat because it wants it. Um, and our bodies are very efficient at that. But yeah, I think that. Um, I, also, I think. One thing to, to mention or point out or maybe you could talk about is when it comes to stress, uh, if if someone's really stressed out, I know this happens to me and maybe this happens to other people, people that you've worked with. If you're really stressed out, I notice that I have a hard time falling asleep. Yes. Right? I'm really stressed out. I'm, th- I'm, sure. just, you know, I'm thinking a lot of things. Is that is that something pretty common for a lot of people if they're really oh, stressed yeah. out and they can't have sure. a hard time sleeping? I mean, not just going to sleep because you might go to sleep and you're stressed out and a million things going through your head and it's hard to fall asleep, but it even disrupts your quality of sleep. Sure. If if you can't turn your brain off (laughs) (laughs) Um, when you're so stressed out. And like I said, there's those physiological changes in your body and that's going to affect your sleep. So not just, so even if you get, you know, 
eight hours of sleep, that doesn't mean it was good quality sleep. Um, yep. Yep. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be tired and you're not going to be affected. Right. Yeah. I, I think, um, I notice that anytime I have trouble falling asleep is usually because of stress because I'm stressed out about something and then I start thinking about it and I have a hard time falling asleep and that leads me to not getting quality sleep and then I'm tired the next day and it can kind of uh, kind of snowball right into this right. Weird effect where you're, you're stressed out and now you're really tired but yep. you're still stressed out and then the next night you're okay now you're even more stressed out even more tired so it kind of I, I found it kind of they kind of compound on each other and cause causing me to be more stressed or more tired and so it's hard to break that cycle right um but i definitely think that in a lot of cases people have to take into account their stress but also take into account their sleeping habits uh, because i found that those have a very strong correlation to each other in terms of if, you know quality sleep and you, you'd be less stressed or i guess an inverse relationship so quality sleep means less stress and more stress means less sleep right Right. They go hand in hand and it's right. kind of like, you know, the egg or the chicken, right? right. right. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just back and forth. Yeah. Each of them are feeding off of each other. Yeah. So, yeah. No, yeah. Stress is extremely, can be extremely unhealthy. Um, so, moving on. So, what are some things uh, we can do to counteract the fatigue and how are, how are they affecting our weight loss goals? So, really, I mean, obviously, there are products out there. You know, every, who hasn't heard of coffee or energy right, drinks? Right, <laughs> right. You know, you know, people are making probably billions of dollars off these yeah. products, right? Absolutely. People are yeah. consuming, consuming them every day Absolutely. Um, because, like you said, it's that endless cycle. Like, I'm tired, but, oh, I don't have time to get enough sleep, so I'm just mm -hmm. going to drink this, you know, these five cups of coffee or I'm just going right. to have an energy drink. Right. Um, but maybe they're not giving so much thought into the fact that a lot of these drinks have all these different chemicals in them mm. or a lot of excess sugar. Like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, who's yeah. going to Starbucks every day, right? And, yeah. <laughs> and, and what is in most of those drinks that they give you? Like, if you order them normally, like, unless you're getting your coffee black, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You're getting all kinds of sugar, probably more sugar than you need in an entire day in that right, one cup right. of coffee, right? right? So there goes your nutrition goals right there mm -hmm. yep, yep. <laughs> in that one cup of coffee or even some of those energy drinks, um, mm -hmm. you know, that have obviously caffeine, but also adding sugar to it. Right. So, right. I mean, you're killing that nutrition goal right off the bat because sugar is a huge, you know, makes a huge impact on uh, your calorie intake and your mm -hmm your other nutrition as well. Um, so you, you, you're drinking these drinks, right? Sure. It gives you a little bit of a, a energy boost mm -hmm. for you know, a couple hours maybe, but if you continue to drink them throughout the day or drink them late in the day, mm -hmm. it's impacting your sleep again the next night. Right. Right. right so right. maybe you, maybe you fell asleep because you felt tired, but the caffeine actually disrupts your sleep. So you're not mm -hmm. going to get the quality sleep that you would if you didn't rely on those things right, right. plus I the caffeine is addictive you you get hooked mm -hmm. on it you keep drinking it you don't drink it you don't feel good right mm -hmm. you kind of have to detox from it so you know once you stop drinking it you feel bad and you're like oh i don't want to feel this way let me right, i need right. to go back i gotta keep drinking this so that also endless cycle right there you know you talked about the stress being an endless cycle with sleep Caffeine and energy drinks can be that way too, right. that in a cycle. You want to feel good, right? Mm -hmm. 
And once you start relying on those types of things, it's hard to stop. Yeah. 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 You mentioned that. I think it's a great point, especially when it comes to some sort of weight loss or fat loss goal. It's really, it comes down to, you know, the amount of calories you're putting in your body and those, uh, you know, the excess drinks that you're consuming, especially if you're relying heavily on, uh, you know, very, very, you know, big Starbucks drinks that are 500 calories. Well, that's, that's a lot of calories that, yeah. that they're going to take away from healthier foods that you want to eat because you only have so many calories to consume in a day. And so I, I, but I, but I do think that there is a way to find balance. Cause I, 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 you know, I enjoy coffee, but at the same time, you have to some, find some sort of balance in your life to where maybe you enjoy, you drink like a one, one cup of black coffee with a little sugar, a little creamer and not go for the full on Starbucks, you know, the, mocha brownie frappuccino which are delicious <laughs> like they're very good but it's a lot of it's just a lot of calories you know like a whipped right. cream and all that good stuff so i do think there's a way to find balance between uh you know still enjoying the things that you want to enjoy but you have to be smart about it and i think the big 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 thing is uh if you're if you're relying on those so energy drinks or caffeine in order to function during the day they need to take a step back and look for and actually look at your quality of sleep that you're getting, right? Because you don't want to rely on caffeine or anything else to get you through the day. You want to be, you know, you don't want to be tired, right? You just want to get some quality right. sleep. Right. I'm with you. I'm not saying don't ever drink coffee. Like right. I drink yeah. a coffee every morning, but um, you know, I'm not putting actually don't add any sugar to it because um, I enjoy the taste. I don't yeah. do it to keep me awake. Right, I right. just really enjoy it, and if it's past noon, I'm not going to have it because right, yeah, I, I don't want it to impact my sleep yeah. for the next night. Yeah, definitely got to be smart about it. Um, I, uh, I I enjoy t- I enjoy the taste of coffee as well, uh, but I I usually just try to just drink you know no sugar, no cream, or just straight up black coffee, and and it, you get used to it after a while. Um, you know, I don't think it, I like I like the taste, but uh, but at the same time, I you know I think it's fine if you want to. Uh, go you know all out on you know a drink every once in a while but i think the key thing is that you have to have you still have to keep in mind your your caloric intake and your goals and does that fit your goals right and again if you're relying on energy drinks or caffeine or caffeine pills to get throughout the day then you need to take a look at the your sleep quality your sleep habits first and then take a look at okay what are you consuming um but let's move on so uh, when it comes to hormonal changes in your body, so does lack of quality sleep create hormonal changes in our bodies that keep us from losing weight? Yes. So we already talked about the cortisol, obviously, did, yeah. and, you know, the belly fat, but there's also other physiolog- physiological changes that uh, happen within your body. So when you're getting either low quality sleep or not enough sleep, actually produce your body starts producing more ghrelin. And mm. for those of you that, you know, people that don't know what that is, it's actually the hunger hormone. It makes you feel uh, hungry. Okay. Right, right. So your body's increasing this hormone, making you feel more hungry. So not necessarily that your body actually needs more calories right. and energy, right. but your body's telling you you do, right? Mm-hmm. Hunger is a hard thing to ignore. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's not, feeling hungry is not a pleasant feeling. No, so, no. And then also there's the other hormone, leptin, which is a hormone responsible for helping us feel full. Mm-hmm. It tells us when to stop eating, right? So lack of sleep or not good quality sleep is actually reducing or inhibiting this leptin hormone. Mm. 
So now not only are you feeling hungrier, mm -hmm. but you're also less likely to feel full. Your body's okay. Yeah. Once right. you start eating, right? So, of course, if you're hungrier, you, you have a couple choices, right? You're either going to eat mm -hmm. because you don't want to feel that way, right? Or <laughs> you're going to choose not to eat and just feel miserable. Mm -hmm. well, I mean, neither one is <laughs> is a good choice, yeah, right? Right. So, right. and also with with ghrelin, the release of that, it's not just that you feel hungrier, but you tend to crave more of the sugary and the fatty mm -hmm. foods. Yeah. No, so you're not just like, oh, I'm really hungry. Let me go eat some broccoli. That's really right. <laughs> it's more like, oh, that ice cream looks really good, or you know, yeah, yeah, you want yeah. some brownies, or you yeah. know, or the or those 500 calorie Starbucks Starbucks drinks, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's hard to fight those feelings that are actually physiological responses, um, or you do and you feel bad anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so ghrelin, uh, that's uh, that is our, 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 yeah, that increases our appetite, right? That's the hormone that increases our appetite, yeah. and so that gets released if we don't get enough sleep, right? So right. we're tired, or good quality more sleep, ghrelin. good quality sleep. So more ghrelin, meaning we're gonna want, we're gonna feel like we want to eat more, even though we may, we may be full, we may be okay, but we feel like we, our, our body is saying that we we need more food. On top of that, leptin, which uh, is the kind of tells us we're we're full and it inhibits us from eating or eating more is decreased. So then right. that kind of adds to the already the the feeling that we have of we want to eat more and there's nothing telling us not to eat more. So we're going right. to eat more, right? So okay, that's interesting. interesting. You just keep going, and I mean I can definitely attest to this because. You know, I try to get enough sleep and a good quality sleep every night, but yeah, you know, yeah. life happens and sometimes right, you right. don't. And then this isn't just like a thing where if you consistently don't get enough sleep, like I'll have nights like, okay, I didn't get enough sleep or, you know, I was interrupted in the middle of the night. Um, and I noticed the next day, like even just within one night of not getting enough sleep that I'm like craving the sugar stuff. And mm -hmm. I'm like, but I know it. I'm aware of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it's happening where a lot of people might not even realize that, mm. that there's a connection right. there. Right. And so they're just like, oh, I just maybe really need this. But I, right. I know. I'm like, so, you know, most of the time I can talk to myself. I'm like, okay, this is my body's response to not getting that right. sleep. Right. I might eat something, you know, something small that's a little sweet, kind of give in. But, <laughs> but know that I, I can't go overboard or I need to stop myself because it's not actually right. something I need. It, it's a relationship to that lack of quality sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it sounds like in your case, knowledge is power, right? So now you, right. you understand that your body's reaction and kind of, logic your way through it to where you're you're not you know eating a ton of ice cream and maybe something small or not eating anything sweet at all yeah yeah or some fruit right get your sweetness right. in the fruit it, it doesn't even have to be something bad but a yeah, lot of, like i said a lot of times you're craving the really right. sugary fatty right. stuff and right. you think you you need it but really it's just your your brain you got to overcome right. <laughs> what your that's, brain that's a great point right there's plenty of Sweet options other than just straight straight sugar, right? Like fructose, anything fructose is going to be sweet and taste really good. So, yep, that's a really good point. So, moving on, um, how does lack of sleep affect our decision making, uh, such as what we're choosing to eat? So, I think you even uh, touched on this a little bit uh, during one of your last questions was about the fact that you um, your inhibitions are lowered. Mm -hmm. 
Right. When you have less sleep, like you're not thinking as clearly, mm-hmm. you're not as focused. So you're going to, and like willpower, right? Everybody always right, talks about right. willpower as right. far as, you know, the food that they're surrounded with <laughs> or um, whether or not they're motivated to go get that workout in. Yep. Yep. So with all those things, you know, you don't have the energy, you don't have the focus, your inhibitions are lowered, mm-hmm. like you're much more likely to grab those cookies or that, right. you know, the candy or what, you know, you go to yep. the, go to yep. work and people bring in all this food or um, go to the party and you're like, you're surrounded by it. You're like, ah, it's fine. I'll just eat right. this. Right. Um, ah, fine. I'll just eat one more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't, you don't have that mindset. It's mm-hmm. hard to keep that mindset and keep the focus of what your goals are. Mm-hmm. Um, with your inhibitions and your willpower it is just, you know, mm-hmm. kind of at the bottom from not feeling your best and not having the energy to continue to do that. So obviously you're not going to stay on your, your, your healthy eating plan. Right. Right. And you're making probably less great food choices. Right. 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 So obviously that's going to lead to either not weight loss, if that's what you're looking for, or even some weight gain. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which yeah. People are not looking for. Yeah. 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 No, it all comes down to the choices that you make. And, uh, any, any, it, when it comes to, you know, weight loss, fat loss, it's all about consistently making the healthier choices, not perfect, but consistent, consistently making those healthier choices. But like you said, when you, when you're tired, it's really easy to not make those healthier choices, right? Because you're tired and it impacts your decision making and you don't have as much energy to, maybe a meal prep or cook something healthier for you. Um, but I, I, I do think that can be counteracted a little bit if you already have food prepped and ready to go, right? Where all you have to do is just literally grab it from the fridge and microwave it, right? I know that for me, that's a godsend. If I already have something healthy right. prepped and I feel really tired, it's, it's okay because I know what I'm going to eat. I know, it's, I know it's there, so I'm good. But if it's not there, then it's like, uh-oh, like what am I going to eat, right? I could eat something. I could spend some time making something healthy or I could just eat something unhealthy. So I think there's a way to counteract that. But it goes back to, um, you know, what we talked about, about being prepared, right? And and meal prepping is so it's just extremely important to, to make sure that you make the right choices. Definitely. And then for uh, when it comes to staying up late, uh, how, even when we're tired, how does that affect our health goals? So obviously there's some people that have to stay up late for their job or whatever, but there's a lot of people that are just choosing to stay up late, Um, whether it's because like, oh my gosh, I didn't get enough done today. I need to get this all done. I I can't go to bed until I finish this or, you know, oh, if I can just get this one more thing or, oh, my kids are in bed. So this is my time. I'm now Mm going to like sit on the couch and watch, you know, binge my Netflix and, (laughs) or, um, you know, just this is my time to get things done where people are interrupting me. But, and yeah, it's great to have time to yourself, but if you're sacrificing your sleep and your health in order to get that, it's not really helping you. Right. Um, right. So you kind of have to like take it where you can and be aware that there's other things that are going to happen if you're taking mm-hmm. away from your sleep time. Cause that right. time is so important. Right. That is self care too. Um, it, it's part of a healthy lifestyle. So it's mm-hmm. not just like, 
affecting, oh, I'll be a little tired, right? Yep. <laughs> it's not the only thing that's happening. So, and then also if we stay up late, like I said, and think, oh, there's my time to watch my Netflix without the kids around or right. you know, on my <laughs> own, like, a lot of times people aren't just sitting there watching their Netflix or whatever they're watching. They're like, oh, let me just grab a little snack, you know, right, or, right. or oh, I feel a little tired, but I want to stay out. So let me eat something out of boredom or yeah, out of yeah. trying to stay alert, yeah. you know, for whatever it is they're doing, if they're working, yep. but they're like, I'm tired, but I got to stay awake. So let me, let me just get a snack. And are people snacking yep. on carrots and <laughs> celery? And Probably not. No. <laughs> people are going you know like oh let me just grab a handful of m&ms or you know yeah, yeah. something that's going to boost their energy and then again when you're when we're doing this not only are we adding the extra calories and probably the extra fat and the sugar because like i said we're not going for the carrots and the celery most right, likely right. or things like that but then if you're eating right before you go to bed that's also going to disrupt your sleep because mm -hmm. your your body is digesting mm -hmm. instead of yeah. just working on you know recovering and refreshing, which is what your body is supposed to do at night. Right, right. Um, so again, it's gonna maybe you get enough sleep, but you're not gonna get good quality sleep while you're digesting that food. Yeah, and you mentioned this, a really important point is that part of sleep is your body recovering. So especially if you did a, if you worked out or you know, did some sort of activity, that's your body's time to recover. From that activity or from that workout and then and that's especially if you're looking to build muscle that's when your body is really building and repairing those muscles that you damage and so if you're not getting sleep well you're not you're you're kind of working against your own body when it's trying to do what it's supposed to do which is help you rest and recover so if you don't get enough sleep you're not going to have enough recovery time to get that next workout in so it's really crucial um just from an activity standpoint to get that rest in because so you, your body can repair itself so you can get back to the gym the next day or to the next workout recovered and not, you know, at 75% or 60% because that's not going to lead to anything good. Right. And not just that, but also, so like I said, you know, the, the eating right before bed, mm -hmm. if you're always eating, mm -hmm. your body is constantly producing insulin. And after a right, while, your right. body's going to become less sensitive to that insulin. Right which and most people know that that's what diabetes is, right? Yeah, Where your yeah. body becomes not sensitive to insulin or even stops right. producing it. Um, so you are also putting yourself at greater risk for diabetes by mm -hmm. eating late at night and not getting that break. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's a, another really good, uh, really important point. And, you know, going back to the, the carrots and celery sticks, you know, like the classic movie theater food is – you know, popcorn or candy or you know, like all this, all this good stuff. But uh, most people aren't are reaching for that. Uh, well, they don't sell that in movie theaters, but at home they're not they're not really reaching for that. But I think that's a really good uh, point to make is that there are healthier options that you can't eat to satisfy some of those maybe that 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 crunch factor that you want, or if you just want to snack on something, there are healthier there are healthier options that you can make choose from. But you have to make that choice. But again, if you're tired, you're going to have a harder time making that choice because you're tired and you want something quick and easy. Right, right. So unless you've planned that ahead of time, you're right, probably right, not right. going to say, oh, <laughs> let me go see what healthy options are in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's all about pre-planning. Yeah. Um, okay. And so 
for the, for the next question, how does a uh, consistent lack of quality sleep affect our overall health and ability to achieve our health and fitness goals? So, I mean, we've talked about a lot of it already, but um, also talking about, talk about refreshing and recovering. Um, when we sleep at night, we go through the different stages of sleep, the different cycles, mm -hmm. and they're all important. Uh, sleep is a basic need of life. Like right. you actually cannot survive, you know, over a period, certain period of time. I don't know exactly what that, you know, number is. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't sleep, your body will start to shut down. It just, you know, so you need sleep, obviously. And right. when you're sleeping, if you go through all those cycles that you need to, your body is actually removing the toxins from your body during that time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, toxins are a huge thing. You know, they, they come from so many different places. And if you're not able to flush those out, it causes so many problems, um, including chronic inflammation. I don't know, you know, a lot of people are familiar with that, but um, it's kind of like a response from your body of like, yep. you know, if you're sick, there's inflammation, right? right? So right, it, right, it's right. trying to help get rid of that, you know, illness, whatever it is. So if you're if you have a chronic inflammation or your body thinks you're sick all the time, it's always trying to fight something. Uh, it leads to so many other problems, um, including as you know, it's really hard to lose weight. If your body is busy fighting some illness that it thinks that you have, you know, those toxins in your body, it's not working on burning those extra fat calories because it actually wants to hold on to them to protect you. Right. Right. Um, so, and, you know, not only the weight and there's, there's much more serious things that go along with not being able to get rid of those toxins. And one is insomnia. So obviously mm -hmm. that's like, that, that's compacting there. That's that, you know, relationship. Once you get into that, once you have insomnia, like then you can't sleep. So, <laughs> so how do you get good quality sleep and how do you end that cycle? Um, it can lead to depression, which Again, you obviously, you don't feel good. Do you have depression? But it also affects your overall health because if you're depressed, you're not making the best choices for yourself, right? You're right, not thinking right, about your right. best, best health. That's not what you have on your mind. Right. Uh, decreased immunity. So, I mean, what did we just spend two years, you know, in the COVID right, pandemic right. and all these people getting sick? Not, you know, focusing on your health is so important mm -hmm. and focusing on your immunity. And if you're not getting enough sleep, removing those toxins, you're more likely to succumb to these things, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're, you're down for even longer and you're, mm -hmm. when you're sick, you're not thinking, oh, let me work out. Let me, right. <laughs> let me do probably food that makes everything harder and, you know, delays it or, you know, even just stops, stops yeah. your progress. Um, can lead to body pain, you know, like headaches, pretty common to have a headache if you have enough sleep. Yep. Um, but even things like osteoarthritis, the, mm -hmm. the symptoms of that, if you have any arthritis, that can be um, aggravated by not getting enough sleep, mm -hmm. uh, can lead to stroke, heart disease, which we talked about, like with the cortisol levels, um, diabetes, we talked about mm -hmm. with the insulin yep. resistance, and even cancer, you know, cancer, mm -hmm. a lot of cancers are created because of the toxins within our body mm -hmm. um and that you know that's that's just part of the list the list goes on oh yeah yeah it really does affect so many different um health issues yeah i know for me personally i, I notice a correlation between 
me not getting enough sleep. And then if I get sick, I notice that if I don't get enough sleep, there's a, I start to get that, that feeling that I'm getting sick and I think, okay, I need to get more sleep. So I, I, I do notice my, my immune system is, is heavily impacted by the quality of sleep that I get. If I don't get enough sleep, then I have a much higher chance of getting sick. Even if it's just a couple of days, you know, feeling, not feeling well or a week, but it always happens if I don't get enough sleep. If I don't get enough sleep, I have a much higher chance of getting sick. Right. And what do we naturally do when we're sick? If we can't, we, we sleep, right? We, we try sleep, to right, sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Our body tells us we're tired and tells us yeah, we're tired point. and tells us we need to sleep. Right. right. That's a really great point. It's a really great point. Because um, I, I do get tired and I do sleep more when, I, when I'm sick. So I know the important, but I need to get better at being proactive and not getting to that point where right, my body right, has to help me to sleep. So. Yeah, it's a, definitely a tug, a, a tug and pull, a push and pull. Um, but I think this is, uh, again, emphasizes you mentioned a lot of different things or a lot of different ways our health is impacted by our sleep. But uh, I think a lot of people, when they talk, when they think about the core components of health, they, you know, we talk about working out or exercising and then nutrition. Um, we don't talk a lot about sleep, though, the quality of sleep and how much that impacts. No. But that's a really core component of being healthy, right? Not just you know, eating the right foods or working out, but also your sleep. I think that's like a, that might be even like a core pillar of, of health that we don't really talk about a lot. Absolutely. Yes. And I think that uh, one of the common questions that people have is how much sleep is enough? So how much sleep should people be getting uh, every day or every night? And I think, you know, so many, I hear people say, oh, I only need five hours of sleep. And yeah. I'm like, no, probably not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe there's people that are exceptions to the rule, but for the mm -hmm. most part, people need at least a minimum of seven hours. And and that doesn't mean like I got in bed it and and then got up in seven hours later. That means actually be asleep. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> for right. Those seven hours right. at least. That's really a minimum, and it could be anywhere you know from seven to nine is what you need. Everybody's a little bit different. Like I said, most people probably don't need five hours of sleep because that's just a little bit ridiculous. Right, right, right. I don't think that's all they need. Um, but really, the way to figure it out is if there's a day that you don't have to set your alarm and get up, hmm. when do you wake up naturally? How many hours did you sleep? Do okay. you feel rested yeah. when you wake up? Yeah. Um, and that's if you slept through the night, if you weren't interrupted. And right, 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 right. So it, it might take some time to actually figure out what your natural need is. Mm -hmm. But like I said, minimum seven to nine. You know, mm -hmm. some people need more, some people need less. Yeah. Um, and it's really individual basis. But if you're waking up groggy and not like hitting snooze five times, you're not getting yeah, up. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. You should be able to wake up naturally, really, without an alarm. Yeah. Um, right. if you're getting enough sleep and getting to bed. Yeah. Right. So I think you should pay attention to your body, right? So yeah. how you, how do you yeah. feel after, after sleeping? Do you feel well rested or do you feel groggy and you want to lay back down for another three or four hours or are hitting snooze, you know, three or four times and you just don't want to get up? So I think it's a really good point to pay attention to how you feel, pay attention to your body. What, what is your body telling you? Your body's going to tell you something if you, but well, you have to pay attention to what your body's telling you. Right. Right. I can't, it's not something where I say, oh, you need seven hours of sleep because right. that might not be true. <laughs> right. You might yeah. get seven hours and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's, everyone's going to be, it's going to be individually based, but at the same time, uh, I, I agree. Four, five hours of sleep is, that'll be rough on a consistent yeah, basis. I couldn't do it. No. Really rough. <laughs> I, I know I would be tired. 
off of that. So, um, all right. So we talked a lot about how sleep impacts your health and um, talked through a lot of different things. But what are some tips that people can can do or implement in their lives to improve their sleep? So I actually have a lot of tips, but I'm just going to give you three right here. Okay, three. Um, Good, perfect. Yeah, just three. So the first one is to try to be consistent. Like that's mm. the easy, I mean, I say easy, but sometimes it is hard to be consistent. But the best way to get good quality sleep, enough sleep, is to be consistent about the time you go to bed. Because your body gets in that natural rhythm of things. And if you're always going to bed at the same time, your body just naturally starts to feel tired and and tells you, okay, it's time to sleep now. And then, like I said, you're naturally waking up at this time. If you're consistent, like you're waking up at 7 every morning or whatever it is. You don't need that alarm because your body already knows this is when mm-hmm. I wake up. Right. right. So just being consistent will make such a difference. If you're going to bed at different times all over the place, your body doesn't know what's going on. Right. So right, it, right. It's not going to, you're probably not going to get the right amount of sleep or even maybe the quality of sleep that you right. would want to. Um, the other tip is don't drink alcohol right before bed. Um, yes, I know it makes you feel tired because it is mm-hmm. a, a, de- a depressant, right? A downer. Um, so it will make you feel sleepy, but it doesn't actually help you with sleep. It actually disrupts your sleep. So you're mm-hmm. going to get maybe enough sleep, but not good quality sleep. So that's right, not, right. not helpful at all. Even though uh, yeah. sometimes you're like, oh, just like my glass of wine before right, bed. Right. But yeah, it's really not so good. For yeah. you. <laughs> Maybe have your glass of wine with dinner, like <laughs> five hours before bed or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the third thing is to turn off all your devices. We're all mm-hmm. consumed with mm-hmm. our phones and our tablets and our computers and our TVs, yeah. and whatever. But these things put out blue light, mm-hmm. um, which tricks our bodies into thinking it's daytime and we need to be awake. Right. So if you're, if those are in your face until it's time to get in bed, you're gonna have a hard time falling asleep. Yeah. Your body's gonna think it's not time to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really just important to like maybe set a timer saying, okay, I'm mm-hmm. going to sleep at nine. So by like at least by eight, I'm done with the devices. They're getting turned off. This is my yeah. body's signal that it's time to like power down and get some rest. Right. Right. So and it can be work. hard. I know it can be hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah cell phone, cell phones. But it's worth it. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying you need a wind down period, right? Wind down. Period of wind down. Have a routine that your body knows, like, this is it. This is this is time to start. True. True. That process yeah. of getting some right. That's, that's a good point. Have Start a routine where you kind of wind down throughout the night. Um Excited. Yeah, I've done that before. I'm have my phone's in my hand in my while I'm laying down in bed, and I'm still like reading stuff on on my phone, uh, which you know, obviously, you're, if you're reading stuff, you're probably thinking and that kind of activates yeah. your brain a little bit, a little bit more. But um, yeah, so so it sounds like uh, be consistent, which makes sense. Uh, you know, talk, consistency is key with with any sort of healthy habit you have. Uh, limit your alcohol intake or just don't drink at all before you go to bed because that's going to interrupt your sleep cycle and your sleep patterns. Makes sense. And then, yeah, I love the third point of uh, limiting your uh, electronic usage before bed. Um, obviously, I think there's people who need TV in their in the background to sleep or some sort of white noise. Um, but what, what I think you're referring to is specifically like the cell phones in your face or tablet in your face or computer, like right there, uh, right before bed. All that, all that light getting into your face and 
then trying to sleep after that, right? Right. When you talked about white noise too, like white noise is great. I, you know, if, yeah, if you yeah. need that noise, that's fine. That shouldn't interrupt your sleep. But a lot of times if you have the TV on, you're adding the light, which is not helpful. Right. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times with TV, there's going to be fluctuations in, in the sound, true, right? True, yeah. When you think about those late night shows and then a commercial comes on and it sounds like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> twice ooh, as loud as the yeah. show does. So that yeah, sounds yeah. not going to, you know, give you good quality sleep. Right. Much better off. And there's all kinds of apps i'm sure or, mm-hmm. you know white noise machines that you could use if you need that noise mm-hmm. in the background but i i wouldn't recommend the tv as your you know yeah. your noise in the background because it adds yeah. other things yeah that it's like a lot of light yeah yeah no those are really uh three great tips those are fantastic i think those are people thinking that people can implement uh immediately in their life if they're struggling with their sleep habits um or maybe they, they can just pick you know people if you're listening just pick one right pick one easy thing that you want to work on for a week and, and see how that goes i know it's gonna be hard to implement a bunch of different things at one time but right. uh, if you pick baby one of those things, <laughs> yeah baby yeah, take baby steps yeah <laughs> take baby steps but you know just maybe start with uh, one thing and then implement that and then see how that goes and if, if you're uh that impacts your, your quality of sleep but yeah those are fantastic so uh I, th- I think one of my big takeaways from all this or a couple of big takeaways one uh you know sleep is extremely important and it impacts so many different facets of your health, physically, mentally. Uh, so we, we talked about stress. We also talked about some of the physical impacts uh, that your sleep, your lack of sleep can impact, but also uh, how important it is just to be consistent with uh, your sleep. And I know that for me, when I, 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 when I was in the military especially, I just got up right every, at the same time every morning because he's gotten that routine. It was extremely helpful. Um, and so I know for me personally and from other people that I've known that consistency is really, really crucial if you want to develop uh, a really good sleep habit. Because once you get in that consistency in that routine, it becomes really, really easy to just get up at the same time every single morning. Uh, and the same time, just go to bed at the same time every single night. But it can be challenging. It's not easy, I know. Um, but it, uh, that's I think that's one of the biggest things to help me out is just trying to be consistent with what time I go to bed and what time I get up. Right. That's great. And I, I think too, like we talked about um, snowball was like something yeah, that I had in my yeah. mind when you yeah. said it was just like, you know, it, it seems like one thing, you know, sleep, mm-hmm. but yeah. it really mm-hmm. impacts so many other areas it of does. our life yep. and it just yep. compounds and compounds and compounds yeah. and it makes it hard to break that cycle, um, yep. especially if you're not aware of it. I mean, I think. Right. Right. It's, it's not like you said, it's not something that people think about or talk about so much in relation to healthy habits right. Right. sleep so much. Um, but, but that's the whole point. Like sometimes there's little things that you're not thinking of mm-hmm. that yep. are really impacting the results that you're trying to get. Right. Right. And the truth is that, you know, sleep is, is something everybody needs, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and you don't know the impact until until you've made a change. Mm, right. I mean, right. personal experience. Um, you know, I, I've probably started learning and hearing more about how sleep impacts your life, maybe like in the last four or five years. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but having kids, it's always something that I've struggled mm-hmm. with. Uh, even though I know about it. Right. And I try right. to implement, you know, these, these strategies and I'm so much better at it. And within the last year, um, being able to get better 
at getting enough sleep and improving mm-hmm. my quality of sleep, I've actually lost 10 pounds without any oh, wow. doing anything else, without any extra effort, just wow, getting, yeah. Yeah. getting that sleep, which yeah. also, like I said, impacts other things like night eating, right? right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not up, yeah. you're not eating. Um, yep. And you're not craving those other things during the day or at night. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, like it just kind of was like, whoa, wait a minute. I didn't do anything else different other right. than really work on my amount and quality of sleep. Mm. And 10 pounds just fell off. Like wow, yeah. that's not easy to say for no, no. <laughs> um, for most people. And, yeah. you know, especially as we get older, it's even yeah. harder. Yeah. So, so, yeah, personal experience with with difference that just getting more sleep can make. Yeah, that's a huge difference, uh, losing 10 pounds just by changing up your sleep hours. But it makes sense. Like you said, we talked about uh, cortisol and 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 uh, ghrelin and leptin as well and how that, all those things can be impacted or changed based on how much sleep you're getting. Either you know, you're not getting enough sleep or you're getting enough sleep. So, yeah, that, that makes that makes sense um, from a physiology standpoint. So, yeah, that's really, that's really cool to help other people can uh, kind of experiment with their sleep cycle and see how – uh, getting more sleep impacts the quality of their life, which is going to be positive, obviously. But uh, I think people underestimate the power of sleep a lot of times, yeah. especially in our society. We're like, oh, really, really busy and want to do all these things. But we, like you said, we have to sleep, right? And so it's just a matter of what kind of sleep do you want to have? Do you want to have you know, low-quality sleep where you're not sleeping enough, or do you want to have high-quality sleep where you're getting enough sleep throughout the day? So that way you can you know, accomplish your fitness goals. So it's really the choice is up to you. Yeah, for so many people, like lack of sleep becomes a badge of honor. Like, oh, yeah. I only need this much sleep. I can get it all right. done. But are you doing right. it well, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And are you getting health? your other goals? Yeah. Like, are, are you yeah. reaching? How is your out? health really? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this, this was a really good uh, episode, and I, I loved your three tips. And um, I'll definitely make sure to, if you're listening to this episode, to include Robin's contact information in uh the episode notes so that we can reach out to her and so robin before we uh go do you have any last minute thoughts or closing comments um i i feel like we've covered you know most of it and like you said if you want more tips you can contact me um at robin it's r-o-b-y-n-n at simply embellished life and i will be happy to send you over my 15 ways to improve your sleep so like i said i gave you three but i have 12 more so if you want to know the rest of them just get oh, a hold yeah. of me i'll be happy to send them to you yeah that's, that's a really good point so you gave us three but you have 12 more uh, awesome tips that uh people can can try to implement in their lives so definitely like i said i'll put uh, rob's contact information in the in the episode notes and definitely reach out to her if you want more information on those other 12 awesome tips that i'm sure they're sure they're awesome on on how to improve your sleep but uh thank you again robin for uh coming on this episode i think it was really good and i know we covered a lot of different things when it comes to sleep but um if you're listening to today's episode make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and have a great day all right bye